When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there. It's showtime. What is this, trick-or-treat? Did I do that? I'm Sailor Moon, the champion of justice. Daddy would have gotten us oozy. The power is yours. <laughs> My name is Grace Jones. Welcome back to the Radical Retro Rewind Podcast. As always, I am your host, Radical Ryan Hunter, and I am joined by everyone's favorite brother and mine, David, for another episode of the podcast. Welcome back, David. How you been? Mm. Hello, sluts. Well, if that doesn't give you an idea of what we're going to be talking about today. (laughs) I I didn't mean to call you sluts, really, but it just goes with it. Today's topic, which is the short-lived 2015 TV series, Scream Queens. And David, before we get into it, we got a fantastic review. And I can't deny the fact that you like me right now. You like me. This came about after I went on Instagram and kind of begged people. A wonderful fellow podcast who does retro topics, Slash Vision TV, left this fantastic review. As I said in the story, if anyone wants to do a review for us, you know, when I begged and pleaded, we will read it on the podcast. And not only that, I will make a post about it. I will tag you. We'll celebrate it. We'll celebrate it. And David, we will speak their name. Yes, we will. And I love Love that. This is a fellow David, has become a wonderful friend, and he says, This show is full of nostalgia greatness. If you're looking for a good trip down memory lane, then this is the show for you. Every episode just flies by as you'll be wrapped up in everything these guys say, plus their knowledge runs deep. Oh, bless you, David. Bless you. 
<laughs> I look forward to every episode, including their YouTube content as well. The graphics, music, editing, sound quality are all amazing. Thank you again. I highly recommend this to anyone who loves to look back at a better time. Oh, and if you want a nostalgia overload, please go and check out their YouTube. Brian seems to have a never-ending amount of stuff in his basement <laughs> that will bring <laughs> back good memories plus some stuff you've never knew about. David other david thank you so much for this review again i am a fan of this podcast that he is on slash vision tv talk about quality retro topics he does it all by himself he's a one-man job and hysterical in his own right so thank you for this it's just one of these things david brother david it really motivates us i feel like and it gives us something to look forward to because i know in the podcasting world let's just say having been a podcasting fan prior to us partaking in this journey i don't think about you know all the time maybe leaving a comment or reviewing a podcast because you take it i don't want to say granted because that's not what i'm trying to say but you don't think about reviewing let's say a tv show or something that you like but you look forward to but it honestly with podcasting it is all about getting it out there and the reviews unfortunately so it just really makes me feel wonderful it does it's really nice and you know what that just confirms for me that we're doing the right thing that we're doing it the way we want it to basically what he's saying is that it's a great trip down memory lane. That's what we want. This this is like our brother time too because we have busy lives. We live on different coasts. So this is yeah. something that also uh, gives us time to catch up. We, we chit chat obviously during the podcast. We talk before and after. Share our lives. And so it, it really is great. It just reassures me that we're doing the right thing with what we're what the content we're producing. And this is like one of the few people other than Jeanette which is like our <laughs> Yes, our, our original radical one our original radical one who you know is just so amazing so we're not trying to be movie stars or something you know what i mean like we're no. just we're we're putting out content obviously it would be great to uh, propel the radical retro rewind to more notoriety get maybe some sponsors advertisement things like that that's our goal eventually but we're just really happy that we're connecting with people and bringing us stuff that they like and something that makes them remember stuff and it is it's a better time i know i never thought I get to the age where I say the 80s was a better time or a simpler time but it really is the craziness that is going on today is just too much to even talk about and that's another thing I like that we don't get political that we speak from the heart you know we just did Sugar Hill not that yes. long ago and that was something that we kind of had to think about oh how are we going to present this in, in, in the way you know cancel culture is and stuff and be respectful but everything that we put into the show all the content we put in is something that we truly love care about took something from from it something positive from it and so it's really nice to hear from somebody that especially someone who's who's also a you know a podcaster i have a new family member we got right before valentine's day which i have not showed the world on instagram yet or so i will be doing that her name is tracy the kids named her she's super adorable she's beautiful oh we were coming up with all these fancy names mike wanted to call her my husband but he wanted to call her valenciaga because we have another dog named ambrosius which everyone calls bro because it's too hard people can't say it or spell it we were going to call her valencia valenciaga with a v not b and we were going to come with names and one day we just went downstairs after a couple of days of having her and the kids started calling her tracy like they were like hey tracy tracy and, and you had no stuff. right you said none of the kids even honestly every time i hear the word the name tracy i think of either tracy turnblatt, turnblatt from hairspray i think of tracy ullman from the tracy ullman show <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. And another movie that we're reviewing soon, A Dirty Shame, with a, a, an interesting cast. And I think of Tracy Gold from Growing Pains. Basically, everything that's not today, because let me just tell you along the lines, Paula Abdul is considered oldies, evidently. So 80s is oh, oldies, because that's what the let radio station Let me tell you something. Called. I follow Paula, and she can still dance. She's still amazing, a dancer. She has, and she looks amazing. Still- yeah, listen. It's called it's called money, that's baby. It it's called money. That's all it's, yeah, that's all it takes. So Tracy will be revealed to the world. I'm assuming soon. Yeah, soon. I'm gonna put her. I have some really cute shots. She is just, she's just a sweetie. I'm so excited because we have two little lap dogs that really aren't super active with my kids or or afraid of my children at times because they're too you know too over the top. But Tracy is going to be the type of dog already is that. She's doing all the cutest things. She's running with a stick. She's pulling on my son's oh, diaper. She's running around. Oh she's excited. The kids are excited. It's a great match. It, I love to see a dog grow up with children or an animal of some kind, you know? So, I, especially when they're, yeah, they get to grow up with it. It's not like a dog that's been around and older and doesn't want to keep up with the kids. So, that is wonderful. And now, here's a message from our friends at No More Late Fees. Throw on your Jinkos, Baby Tees, and Doc Martens, grab your Lisa Frank Trapper Keeper, and join Jackie and Danielle on a journey to the late 90s as we reminisce about the movies of our youth on the No More Late Fees podcast. Don't forget your flannel and butterfly clips. And remember, be kind and rewind. Okay, so David. (laughs) Scream Queen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so this came about, I mean, we both watched Scream Queens back in 2015 when it originally came out on Fox. Yep. For anyone who doesn't know, this is one of the Ryan Murphy-esque TV shows because it was created by him and a few others. Ryan Murphy is known for a many things, mainly American Horror Story. But David, I go back to all the way to WB when he had his two-season show popular, Mary Cherry. Yes, Mary Cherry. Who's had her comeback now, too. The actress, she's on American Horror Story as one of his revolving cast members. But he's been doing things like this since all the way back in the late 90s. In the vein of this, I think he went on to Glee, of course. American Horror Story. Crime Story. Every show in the world this man does. They kind of all have the stamp of Ryan Murphy on it. We were fans of American Horror Story, his type of humor, 2015. We watched the two seasons. Now, what prompted you in 2022 to do this little rewatch with your husband, Mike? So we had seen it originally when it came out. And we saw the second season. I loved it. I was so disappointed when they canceled it. So Ryan Murphy has an amazing ability to take samplings. This is how I look at it. And it's not Mm -hmm. to say that he steals people's work. I'm saying it like he samples things like he takes things like we talked about as a little bit of Heather's, a little bit of Jawbreaker, a little bit of this, a little bit of a little bit of popular, a little bit of a little bit of Monica in my life, a little bit of Erica by my side. Gilmore Girls. I mean, and then he leaves his own Glee, and he puts it to very popular music, different genres. He uses music in a way to represent, you know, fast-forwarding and rewinding time, different times and eras. He uses pop culture. He uses music. He he obviously has that flair, you know, yep. 
for for gay gay men obviously he he just does it brilliantly and he does it he has a certain sort of i don't want to say it's john waters light but it's like john waters kind of twisted but so funny and you have to take it the way it is like some people would probably be highly offended by certain things but like his character so like in scream queens his characters are so over the top yeah but he also and he does again he ties in music and and clothing of you know different periods like the 80s and stuff like that and 90s so with this particular season one yeah he really shows how vapid and cruel and and calculated and how heartless certain societies or certain affluent people or people that are in a certain clique you know i always say life is high school regurgitated over and over again you go to a job you have the jockey guys who talk about sport all the time you know i follow sports but i'm not i don't know everybody's mvp and everybody's stats or anything like that and then you have the popular girls that are the pretty blondes who everyone talks about being a little trampy and then you have like the the nerdy guy and girl or generous like david says generous. yes i, I believe generous. that when you give of yourself it's generosity we used to call those girls generous we didn't call them sluts we called them generous when you give of yourself i love that <laughs> and it's your you're like a charity you must give and give and give <laughs> it's just what it is um <laughs> Listen, I've been married forever and I've been together for 11 years. So he does it in such a way where you love to hate the characters, but the characters are so ridiculous and off the wall, especially I'm talking about screen queens. I've laughed out loud. It's just like Chanel, the number one Chanel Oberlin is calls the other Chanel's who have their own names. They're not really Chanel. She calls them Chanel one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, calls them sluts, whores, bitches. And it's like, again, it's it's funny, you know, and you'll go in. I know you're going to go in the synopsis about it but it's about a fraternity and a sorority and college life and stuff like that and it's talking about how how this type of mentality you know and again no offense because there are a lot of really great sororities out there that don't do hazing and 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 things like that but this is the bad side of it but he also makes it very funny this is not going to be a hating on this show by any means but i will say and this has always been ryan murphy's problem he sets up shows, and we're not going going to go too much into the second season, but I mean, we're going to go into the series as a general too, but a lot of fans were disappointed with the second season. He tends to do this, though, on every series he has, and it doesn't usually happen in the second season. It usually happens in the second half of storylines, a lot of times in American Horror Story, and I feel like that almost happened to this show. Matter of fact, the ratings plummeted in season two. I think it's also one of these shows that it's a niche audience. This is not for everybody by any means. Yeah, it could be highly offensive to certain people, certain groups. There's even, again, the ugly head of racism is mentioned in here. And even one of the characters that is played by Kiki Palmer, Zayday Williams. Zayday I love her Williams. Name. I love it. It's, it's almost like, I just love the name. I would, if I had a girl that I wasn't already adopted, I'd name her Zayday. It's cute. So Zayday is basically says to, and again, we're jumping, I'm going to jump around as I always do, Chanel Oberlin, you're openly racist. This this, this sorority is openly racist and to me i wonder now even though it's been like six years would this fly now 
now, even though it's fresh in people's minds, a lot of people mind. Right. Because she is openly racist to some degree. But she's cruel to everybody. She's horrible to everybody. And homophobic, too. That was one of my notes for you. I know it 2015, 2016, in the scheme of things, really wasn't that long ago. I know it feels a century ago at this point. But I think after the last few years, the world has changed so much that this show would never be acceptable the stuff that Chanel says. I mean, and I haven't watched it in years. This is just going by on clips to refresh my memory and things David and I have discussed. Well, do you feel like because Ryan Murphy is an openly gay man and do you feel like he gets a pass on the at least the homophobic stuff because he's making fun of it? They call Dean Munch Carpet Munch or something like that and they Boone is played by the very attractive and handsome Nick Jonas. He's a good looking man. You know what I think people like about him? Besides he's ripped and buff he's good looking but he's not good looking enough that he's unapproachable as far as i'm concerned does that make sense to you yeah i mean i'm sure that the jonos would feel differently no well he's gorgeous but i'm saying he has an approachability to me that maybe because it's his background maybe because he has a very religious background he just seems more down to earth Mm. i would be shocked if i heard that he like threw a a hot coffee on somebody (laughs) because they didn't get his order right i I would think he would have a person that would buy a coffee for somebody i don't know that maybe that's what i want to believe so anyway yeah but yeah i think he gets a pass because from us from a gay man's perspective we laugh about it because it's cliche and it's funny and we're kind of make light of things because it's a way of bringing things to the surface like you're this is how stupid people are they would say something like this as an insult okay now i'm getting really deep should we should i not get deep now okay i love denise hemfield or is it hemfield 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 i i i i I always say hemfield i don't know she always has something against zayday and i didn't like the fact that they paired two black women against each other like she's like I, I know it's because she believed she was the killer but i just thought it was so weird did you not think it was a little strange that she always had it out for zadie the only other woman of color in the thing and i don't want to get all you know that we don't do the whole political yes. we're not trying yes to, i just found it a little weird it just i found it strange i mean i remember that as a plot line and being you know funny at the same time because of the way she says it thing of nisi nash is just i love know, nisi since yes. reno nine one one is just fantastic if you are in danger scream denise hemfield's name real loud i will be on the premises at all times and i will come a running now let's just say you scream denise hemfield's name and i do not come a running that means i'm not on the premises okay in that case proceed to step two call 1-866-KLJ-0199 okay i will be notified immediately and come around. I don't know. I don't know what that was about, honestly. I mean, unless he did it as a way of he thought maybe her accusing her would go over better. So it wasn't a, I don't know. But in our nowadays rules of our culture, you know, in the last few years, honestly, is it fair for him to get a pass because he is gay? My God, this turned into a whole different- It's a different generation. It's a different it's generation. It's a different podcast. ABC After School Specials. I guess for some of us who are a little bit older- just slightly seasoned. <laughs> oh my god! I guess we grew up in a more of a unaccepting time, and and kind of like 
making joke out of it shows how stupid the the people can be when they say whether it's a racist thing or a homophobic thing or an anti-semitic thing or whatever it's like you're not making light of the fact that it happened you're making a joke about the people how ignorant they are but right maybe not maybe not maybe Maybe i don't appreciate nasty people and some horrific views that are out there but you have to go through bad times to appreciate the good times if that makes sense you have to have some people that are not on the up and up because life is not utopia unfortunately so it's to let you know that you have good values and you have a, a, a you know you're a good person i don't know these people are not a good people there's very few good people in this whole show no but that's the thing yes this is one of those shows they have no morals they have no values they have no loyalty but it's 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 comic genius as far as i'm concerned the way everything is played out why are you wearing my clothes the bigger question is why are you the same size as a 40 year old woman I think you have to be from our generation in a way, David. I don't know how to word this, but this is definitely a gay man's fantasy of writing strong, sassy women. Like, this is a stereotype in a way. Like, this is what Ryan Murphy does, I would say. Like, he makes these sassy, bitchy women that a lot of gay men look up to. Like you said, Heathers, Mean Girls, Jawbreaker. No, I agree with that. He's also making fun of certain things. So there's a part of the show in the beginning where Ariana Grande is one of the Chanel. She's Chanel number two. We didn't even discuss who we okay. have said this. Yeah, like, let's 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 go. Yeah, let's go back. Go back. All right, rewind me. Retro, rewind me. Good morning, Slits. Good morning, Chanel. My name is Chanel Oberlin, and I am the queen of Kappa Kappa Tau. No. 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 These are my minions. I don't know their names. I don't want to know their names. They are known as... Chanel number two. Chanel number three. Chanel number five. I'm Chanel number one, obvi. There was a Chanel number four, but she got meningitis. She was like, I'm sick. I have to go home. And I was like, no, stay. But she went home anyway, and then she died. So another thing I was right about. I'll see you ladies in bio. Have a colonic at 10. A lot of people talk smack about how sororities are exclusive and they're a class system. <laughs> well, guess what? Life is a class system. And a sorority is the one place left in the world where you get to pick and choose the people around you. Premise is Kappa Kappa Tau sorority at Wallace University, led by Chanel Oberlin, played by Emma Roberts, her fellow Chanel's number two, Ariana Grande, number three, Billy Lord, and number five, Abigail Breslin. That is threatened by Dean Kathy Munch, Jamie Lee Curtis. Events reunite a 20-year-old murder mystery with the re-emergence of the serial killer dressed as the Red Devil mascot who begins targeting the sorority members. Ariana Grande does a cameo for a few episodes as one of the Chanel's. Now, you take it from here. My point is that uh, Ryan Murphy with Scream Queens is also making fun of how stupid our, our, our current... I'm sorry, I'm not trying to insult anybody. I'm trying to say... So the Red Devil is coming to kill Chanel number two. To Ariana Grande's character and he texts her because she can't stay away from her phone I'm going to kill you and she's like no please yeah <laughs> and then she runs to her computer to post on Instagram I think I'm being killed by the red devil 
and he's stabbing her and she she dies and she gets up one last time so she can press send so that people can see the message because she can't not have that message sent she didn't try to save herself she had to type about it and talk about it like on social media so to me that's a direct how ridiculous we have become as a society that everything has to be put online and you, you're not even saving yourself not running for your life you're too busy typing he's coming after me oh please don't i think it's gotten even worse since this first season Our living life online so yeah we have emma roberts as a lead now get this factoid these are probably well known in the scream queens community but scream queens was originally intended to be a spin-off of coven american horror story with madison montgomery and that is why according to the trivia madison montgomery and chanel are similar but i believe that's because david and i have always said emma roberts's range might be this i don't i don't know about her range i may have said this in a podcast like a year ago when there was a movie called larry flynn versus <laughs> the people or whatever it was with about people about hustler flynn, yeah yeah about hustler magazine courtney love played a drug addict who was ODing. And to me, yes, again, yes. I lo- I love her. She might be crazy. I don't know if she killed Kurt or not, but how, how far of a stretch is it? You've done that a million times, girlfriend. You've been strung out and you probably have OD'd a couple of times. So how far of a stretch was that? That's like me playing a fat guy that eats. I've been doing that for a long time since the pandemic. Thank <laughs> oh God. I keep it real. I keep it real they're trying to say madison montgomery and chanel are similar because it was intended to be a spinoff i think he likes this and i think that she loves doing it as well she definitely gets joy out of saying these lines i think that's just my personal opinion (laughs) do you think so i mean come on the things chanel's and they are hysterical right she does say hysterical things but this is definitely home tuned for her brand of what he's been giving her in these along the lines in these shows they're gonna cancel us now it's all your fault <laughs> but this is the scream queens episode that it was went off the rails I th- yeah <laughs> I After think school put, special. I think you should probably put a picture of the Scream Queens and like a train track going off. Oh my rails. God, this is what this <laughs> as, is. As the, this is at the advertisement. They didn't know at we the didn't beginning really talk of this. About anything. All right. Anyway. <laughs> they had such a promise when they started this episode. I was going <laughs> I was gonna tell them about friction problems too, but I think I'll keep that for the next time. So, David, there is a lot of funny quotes in this series, and I'll try to sprinkle some throughout the episode, but I know there was some that stood out for you. One of my all-time favorite ones is when Denise Hemfield is, for some reason, when she's scared, she has to listen, she has to... She has to tell scary stories to make herself not scared. So she tells them some horror stories. And she's like, you know, those Japanese, they have all types of, of stories. This one's the story of the Kappa. And she's telling these scared Chanel's about, there's a story of the Kappa. When you go into the bathroom and you think you're alone and you're sitting down. And she says, and the Kappa's. And it pulls you by your vagina and crushes your body and raw sewage. And I'm like, what? And then she's like, there's a story of something. The the blue toilet paper and the red toilet paper. If you take the red toilet paper, it will slit your throat. If you take the blue toilet paper, it's gonna it's gonna choke you to death. And so Chanel number five is like, why does everything have to be about bathrooms? <laughs> And Chanel Oberlin says, if you excuse me, I, I have to find a salad bowl to squat over in the in the stairwell or under the stairs. 
Mama Denise knows you're still scared. So you just might need another ghost story. No! This Japanese ghost story is called The Red Cloak. And it's about a ghost who lurks in women's bathrooms. What? Why? Another story about a bathroom. I'm just telling the story. The Red Cloak waits until you run out of toilet paper. And then he makes you choose the red roll or the blue roll. Because you won't Doesn't go into the Chanel? bathroom. Doesn't Chanel have a thing with feces though and pee continuous? Like there's something with her. I I remember like she oh. always had pee oh, and no. poop things. <laughs> Chanel. Oh yeah. Oh Chanelloween when she sends them ridiculous things that says horrible things. Gifts with the fans. Oh yeah, my the, god. Rotted pumpkins and stuff. Chanelloween. Like she's giving back to the people. The downtrodden, unpopular girls that she goes to that she thinks. And then there's the original plot too where chanel they think chanel was blamed for putting acid in a spray tanner for the original chanel that hated that she that treated her like garbage and then she took her yes the vicious but yes that is probably one of the best lines that she has to find a salad bowl to pee under the stairwell because she won't go in the bathroom because why is every story about a bathroom yeah i i think that's one of my favorites i mean there's so many where she when she she calls them stupid sluts whores bitches everything you could possibly imagine but there's so many one-liners like denise hemfield's partner gets killed and she throws her out of the the, the security doorway, van the police car. yeah the security van and she tells her she's sorry that she did it to her but she she panicked and then so much so much it's so funny shut down why you got a knife in your throat i, I mean I it's just... a quotable show there's continuous quotes one after another it's basically one of those shows that it's one liner one lighter one lighter you one have liner, to liner. you have to include you have to include some clips for people to hear that have never seen the show so they know what we're talking about so let's just throw out also other characters in this show as well. We have, which I always thought was hysterical, Chanel number three, Billy Lord, of course, Carrie Fisher's daughter. And her staple is she wears earmuffs over her ears all the time, which if anyone doesn't know, this was supposed to be a homage slash joke of her mother's princess leia bun hairdo in star wars movies but for the character it is kind of it's just strange that she's always seen with these earmuffs on is it is it addressed in the first season david yes she says something about something about an ex-boyfriend it makes her feel good like safe or something maybe he was mean to her i don't know it was something something about her ears Uh, yeah it was something And she's Charles Manson's daughter, apparently, too, who he sends her letters. He sends her letters to telling her to kill all of the other sorority sisters. One of the things, what did he say in the letter? I don't know anything about yeast infections, but I know you should kill your sorority sisters or something like that. This is what I'm trying to say. It's crude, funny humor. 
And this definitely would have to go, I think, on a on a streaming service now. It probably didn't fit on Fox to begin with. That's probably what the popular problem was with popular on the WB. He does these characters that live in their own reality, and it makes sense for the characters. But again, this is not a show for off the cuffs. I'm watching a weekly TV show person, I think. This is a specialty. This isn't Grey's Anatomy. No, although they become nurses in the second season. That's a whole other thing. We also have Chanel number five, again with the Heathers reference, Abigail Breslin, and she is the character that is always the bane of Chanel number one's existence, I guess. She's in the group included. She makes fun of everybody, but she has a particular sass for number five. She can't stand her. She says she hates her. She tells everybody that she has teeth in her vagina. Can we say that word? I think that's the technical term, right? She, she, She has teeth in her private area. Oh my God. They call her fat. They call her ugly, stupid. But again, that shows you the type of. And I feel like she's only in this thing because, in this group, because she's rich. Her family owns the Swansons TV dinners, which is a throwback to think about the 80s. I remember those yeah. TV dinners. I used to love the little cranberry thing and the little brownie that came and the there there is nothing sacred here. There is it in season one, David, where they introduce other members of the sorority. Isn't there one girl she yes, was she's a she's a and she lights them right like as she's gonna make love to herself. So here here's the thing: Dean Munch, played by Jamie Lee Curtis, love her the original Scream Queen herself. Yes. Jamie Lee Curtis is the head of the university. She can't stand the Chanel's because she hates what they stand for. Right. Again, right. these horrible human beings, this sorority. She witnessed a, a death of a sorority sister that was pregnant who died in a bathtub because the head of the sorority wanted to dance to Waterfalls because it was playing by TLC. She says, this is my jam. So she let the girl die in a bathtub giving birth to these babies because she could care less about her. Again, seeing how these people are so horrible human beings, they don't even care about. They were more concerned about people thinking, knowing that she was pregnant or whatever the case is. So Dean Munch knew about this. So she had part of the cover up. She hates the sorority. So she makes them take in pledges that are less than perfect a deaf girl which again is nothing to laugh about like a girl with a neck brace and a, and a head brace a kind of a frumpy girl who who candle blogs i loved that <laughs> zade zade williams by kiki palmer who's i don't i think she's beautiful they the only reason why they didn't like her was because she was black i think and what was the uh, oh, what's her name she is the other quote-unquote normal character grace Gardner? Is that her Skylar Samuels? Yes, Grace. And so they they are allowed to pledge, which infuriates Chanel. Then this again, this show gets crazy. Like she wants to scare the pledges. So she's going to pretend to kill, burn Miss Miss B's. Is it B? Miss B's face. Th- they're made, basically live in made where she basically throws trash on the ground, makes her pick it up. That's terrible. Oh my gosh. They're beneath her. She basically like, could poop on the floor and make her clean it up because she's the servant. She accidentally, this is how it starts. She accidentally fries Miss B's face because someone puts the fryer on. Right, the hot oil. Oh my god. Oh my god. So there's a series of murders. So they're trying to find out who the killer is. There's so many twists and turns, but the maid gets killed. Chanel number two gets killed. They put them in a meat locker. Yes. 
and the bodies keep disappearing. So Chanel has convinced herself that she didn't kill anybody, that they were still alive and they're seeking revenge by killing other Chanel's. And you have the Red Devil who's going around killing different people. There's just different murders going on. Okay, so then there's the fraternity is the Dickie Dollar Scholars. Now, I don't know what that's about. And you have the main character is Chad. Chad, Chanel's on-again, off-again boyfriend, and Boone, his friend he likes to play golf with, which is also known as Gay Boone. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. The, the Red Devil chops people's arms off. He hacks them. He kills them. And there's just constantly murdering and killing and in just weird ways. And they're stalking. And, and the thing is that they all turn on each other. They're like, you could be this. You could be it. And it's like certain things that could not. Like when we talk about Scream, what are the reason why I loved when I first watched the movie Scream is not yeah. be- is because, and I always said this to, to my husband and people that we talked to if we talk about Scream is I didn't think I wanted to like Scream. I when I thought I was like, oh, this is gonna be stupid, right? I liked it because it's feasible because there was two killers in Scream, so there was one could be playing, yes, one yes. could be setting it up, and the other could be following through. One could use the other as a alibi, whatever. The whole shebang. So this is interesting. There is multiple Red Devil killers here. I definitely think Scream was also in Ryan Murphy's thinking process when he did this. And and that especially the part when they're all thinking like this person's a killer, that person's a killer. And that's when they hire Niecy Nash, right, as the security officer. Dean Munch does not want bad publicity. So she's trying to pretend that people aren't getting murdered. Oh, they just disappeared. They left school. They're not dead. They're on vacation. She comes up with any kind of thing. So she hires Denise Hemphill. I'm calling her Hemfield because I like the way it sounds. Denise Hemfield from what is it? Security Sol- Secure Enforcement Solutions and their three step program. And they're like, Do you have a gun? She's like, No, but I have pepper spray and I have this and I have it and I have a phone that will call the police and they have guns. But she, Dean Munch hires her because she doesn't want the police to know about it. But then when the police get involved, they're so inept and stupid and Dean Munch is screwing the, the detective anyway, among other yes. people. She's also having sex with Chanel's on-again, off-again boyfriend. That's Chad Radwell? Chad, yes. And Chad only wants to go with hot chicks, and he wants to be able to have sex with every woman, including ugly ones. And he gets off in going to cemeteries and wants to have sex on top of dead bodies. God. Yeah, they hit on everything in this. And Chanel's okay with it. She goes she's, along with Sometimes she's like, Chad, why would you? But then she gets up because she wants him, and she wants his money. Chad ends up banging every type of chick, and then Boone is supposedly is in love with Chad. Gay Boone, he he tells him he's scared. He makes him go in bed, and then uh, Chanel runs over at one of the times because she just broke up with him again. She sees them together, and here's the funny part: even though Chad is such a pig and this and that, he's not homophobic. He loves Boone. He like as yeah. a brother, he thinks Boone is amazing. He plays golf with him. He loves Boone. He and he actually loves admiration because he knows that Boone has a thing for him supposedly. So she comes and rushes in, and he's like, "There's nothing going on." And how dare you, you know, stereotypes? And she goes, "He." has a boner <laughs> boone said he was scared and he needed to be felt feel comfortable and safe because of the red devil killer so he got into bed with which again two very good looking guys yeah of course this is ryan murphy's dream <laughs> well, could be my dream too you never know <laughs> Take out the Red Devil. So more facts, David. They originally gave the first season a 15-episode order based on the success of American Horror Stories' current season at the time. But then Fox later dropped the episode just down to 13 for the first season. And then another one that I thought was really interesting is they sent the first script to Jamie Lee Curtis saying how much they loved her. If she did not agree to do this, the show would not be going forward. 
that's pretty big. I'm actually shocked that Jamie Lee Curtis has not been an American Horror Story unless she had unless she's too busy or doesn't ha- need to work as much anymore at or at all really. I don't know, but I'm actually shocked because she would be to me on the same level as Angela Bassett and Kathy Bates, Kathy Bates and Jessica Lang, Jessica Lang, as far as she's really cool check. I mean, I know that her genre is really horror, but that would totally tie into most of the stuff that he does, which is all horror, American horror story. I'm actually shocked that she is not because I don't know. She, she can do so many things. She's done comedy. I mean, come on. Oh yeah. Oh my God. So, but yeah, there's multiple murders in different ways and you find the twists and turns and so Grace's boyfriend Pete once had an obsession with with Chanel Oberlin. She she embarrassed him. She made him dress like like dancing with wolves or something and beat his chest, and everyone <laughs> laughed. Every and like as some kind of sexual thing, and everybody was watching from their lofty perch in her expansive closet <laughs> that's the size wolves. of my house or something. She made him dress up in like some kind of thing and act like he's Tarzan or something. So he has it out for her. So you later find out there's multiple red devils. There's also the plot where there is revenge from finding out who the the two babies that were born in the bathtub. Yes, there is that other subplot. Yes. And you see that Grace thinks that she's one of them because her dad is so super secret about her mom. And her dad is such a 80s, 90s dude that makes tapes, mixtapes and CDs and stuff. And then there's another character, Gigi, who's a nutbag who dresses in like Cabaricis and and Jordash, and That's she's the one like from SNL, right? I she used I to be on SNL. I don't know, but she I didn't recognize her. I mean, I lo- she was funny, so she plays like she's stuck in the eighties. Gigi, Gigi. Well. So, so it all comes into f- and this and then he's sleeping with her. Dean Munch wants him to sleep with her, so there's kind of like a back and forth battle to get his attention so grace's dad yeah niecy nash's character is sleeping with chad as well i loved that as well that she she got some too because she honestly she is a fan favorite character she's recurring character she wasn't in every episode but she steals the show when she is on the show she's super physical comedy and that's what i like about her too she's a has that physicality that not all comedians and all actors have she just puts her i don't know she puts her whole body into it i just love her I, i've seen i've never seen her in something and not think that she makes me want to pee my pants as far as comedy i don't know if she does other stuff but i'm fine with what she does because she does such a great job of it what do you remember is there anything you want to add because i feel like i'm just been i do remember that i loved zayday so she was a fantastic lead really likable but i think and we discussed this off camera i think that's really kiki palmer's likability too as well that comes through i mean i remember as well did they think the father was the killer at one yeah. Yes, and then he thought maybe his daughter was a killer, but he had to sit down with her and talk about it. They had these multiple meetings all the time. And then there was Thanksgiving where they all had Thanksgiving at Kappa House and then Gigi's head was under the under the platter instead of the turkey. You find out that Dean Munch killed her ex-husband because he went out with a student and married her. And then he she framed the student for, for part of the murders. And then there is the character of Hester, oh, yeah. who was Chanel number oh. f- Five or six? Six, actually, yes, number six. Chanel, who is actually one of the babies from the bathtub, you find out at the very end, which kind of, you know, you know about it. But Chanel does the typical, Chanel Oberon does the typical makeover. I'm going to make the ugly girl pretty. I, 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 in my head, I was thinking, last Friday night, you know, like she pulls oh, the... That- the brace off. She does this, and then Chad ends up banging. Chad ends up banging her too, and then they try to have Job sex. Breaker. That's right. 
Rule, bitch, but don't forget who made you. Yeah, then Chad, they go to a haunted house because they're trying to, Zayde is trying to become president of Kappa House to get rid of Chanel because she's a scumbag, basically. And so they have a, set up a haunted house, but the Red Devils put all the dead bodies, of the multiple dead bodies of everybody yes. they killed. Yes. And Chad tries to have sex with Hester on top of the Mrs. B's dead body. And she pokes it because she's like, oh, this is a wax thing. Oh, it's so hot. And it's like, ugh, ugh, gross, like stuff coming out of a dead body. So, of course, that's Leah Michelle. Is she still canceled for being a witch? I hope she stays canceled. Another person who's just misunderstood on set. You know what I don't understand? You don't see her doing nothing. That just explains it, too. But here's the thing. Any job that you work at, whether you you're an actor, a singer, an accountant. You, there's a certain decorum you have to have. You know what? You have to realize, I feel like all the really good actors and actresses realize, for the most part, they have to be present and they have to be, they have to, they can stand their ground. If, if a director is a pervert or something, that's one thing. But you have to be able to roll with the punches, accept criticism, but also be cordial because all the people around you, you know, let, you know, you talk about like, you know, David from the other podcast doing everything. You're doing, you do all the technical work and everything for, for our podcast. The people around you, your makeup artist, your hairstylist, all of them make you who you are. So to, you, you can't turn people off and you certainly can't turn on your co-stars for, for, for stupid reasons because your ego was too big. She didn't want the, the other girl to sing more than she did or whatever. So terrible. So terrible. More trivia, David. Many people have been asking Ryan Murphy about continuing or rebooting Scream Queens. As of 2019, he wrote on Instagram or Twitter, which has become one of his most popular posts. So many people recently have been asking me about rebooting or continuing Scream Queens. Rest in peace, taken too soon. Emma, Billy, Leah, and I have mused on it. But question, should it be a six-episode limited a catch-up movie who would i bring back would love your thoughts so many questions this post david has gained support from stars emma roberts leah michelle because what else is she doing john stamos as well as fans chiming in on their sorrow that scream queens was canceled in the first place murphy has also stated that wheels are turning with him mentioning that the show may not come back in its initial form but could end up as a movie or limited series and of course his attempt to bring back roberts michelle billy lord would you watch a Scream Queens actual movie, like a, an hour and a half movie? Yeah, I would watch it. I, of course, would. But I honestly think the problem was that he ran out of plot in the first season. So the first season could have been its own limited series kind of thing. Because the original intent, David, was to do American Horror Story that every Scream Queen season was going to be different with new characters and new situations. The popularity of those characters had him keep them. But then when he brought them to the hospital setting, there was a time jump. I think it got too over the top for people at that point. I still liked it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just... I mean, I did too. I laughed. I laughed. But I even remember saying it's like... "Mm." Yeah, kissed Kirstie Alley. He had... John Stamos. Taylor Lattner, right? You were saying... Mm, Jacob. He's not doing much. Let him come back too. Or did he die? He might have died. I remember though, didn't John Stamos and either Jamie Lee end up together on an island? No. Or was it Emma Roberts? I would love for it to come back. I hope he plans things out. You know, has his beginning, middle, 
middle and end. I guess if it's a movie, it has to be self-contained, but I don't see why not. I mean, it still has huge fan support. Yeah, I think before time gets too far. Which brings us back to our original conversation, I think. Would it would it fly in current times, being that there's a lot of homophobic, racism, and all different things? I mean, could you revisit? I mean, there was a point where the last episode of Screen Queens, the original series, the first season, you see- The VH1 show where they competed no. to be a, in a horror movie? No, that was good, though. That was good. The second season shows Kathy Munch having opened a hospital after leaving the university business. She has taken acquitted Chanel, Libby, and Sadie under her wing after the real Red Devil Killer came clean. While handling different medical cases, Kathy and the Chanel's end up encountering a new killer called the Green Meanie. Zayday is working at this hospital. Well, to be honest with you, to be honest with you, how did Scream do it? First, it was the brother, or was it Nev Campbell's mother was a hoe and she slept with and ruined their ruined the marriage or something. So then yeah. the guy wanted revenge on her. And, but how many times did they have Scream? So why couldn't quote unquote Scream Queens follow that same formula? Maybe Gigi had another child that you didn't know about. I mean, if they can do that with Charmed, there's a, the mother <laughs> had babies, and especially now, what are they going to do with the new Charmed? What are they going to do with now that? One girl's gone. Woman, mm-hmm. I should say. Woman. She's a pretty girl, too. I like her. I mean, other things in the Screen Queen. She spit in their coffee. She... I would say this is John Waters-esque TV show of what you can get away with on TV nowadays. And I'm not saying it's wrong or right, but I think Ryan Murphy, if he does get to bring Screen Queens back, especially if it's on, like, a Netflix or a... He'll get that pass, I think, because of who he is. Not only his popularity in Hollywood, but because being a gay man i think you'll get him that pass i don't know if it's right or wrong but even in our our time of wokeness we can't cancel every form of entertainment but you see like like people are finally coming for andy cohen they are but i guess for uh, for different reasons i guess so i don't know i don't know i i i I would personally love to see it i don't know to what sort of would you would they go back to the university would they start fresh someplace else would there be a new generation of chanel's well, how did it leave off? So it left off with Hester and the doctor on an island, but they were still nurses at the at the place. The I Chanel. don't know if that place. I don't remember. Down. So didn't what Jamie if Lee only do it just because she was dying of some rare disease or something? It turned out to be that she bought the hospital, but then she so wasn't. maybe maybe they go back to the university as teachers. Yeah, I mean, that's the same thing as yeah, suspend belief because definitely, or it's the next generation of Chanel's. And there goes back to the Heather thing. And yeah, they would be the teachers at the university, maybe. I mean, hell, Emma Roberts was in Scream 5. Guess what that character was like near the end, David? A Bia. Sassy talking character. She was saucy. I think she was she was playing Montgomery again. You gotta play to your strengths. I always say, what's his name? What's his name plays the same character over and over again? Oh God, there's a couple actors I feel like they always do this. And no offense to Will, Will Farrell to me. Will Farrell plays the same character. I feel like, I feel like, what's his name? He was just in Jennifer Lopez movie. Owen Wilson, yes. Owen Wilson very much plays, I feel like he plays the same character. You get pigeonholed anyway into certain things and you can make a living. Some actors choose to stay within that and they're satisfied and some feel very 
down because they're never able to do certain things. You never thought that Monique would have been able to do Precious, but you never know. So you're right, actually. You're right. I would love to see her in other roles because the one time in American Horror Story, was it Freak Show, when she played a decent reporter, finally, a decent character who ended up getting killed, I believe. I want to see her play a different character other than here she goes or change the name it's still madison montgomery it's still chanel just fill in new character name you know i'm not again i'm not hating i just wish the one before me would have warned me too i'm not hating but i wish the one before me would have warned me too I'm I think it's a, a great, girl. it's a great show. Honestly, David, how long really would it take you to get through the whole series? Probably what, if depending on how much you got to binge. Okay, like, so uh, my a few weeks? my husband and I did one and a half to two shows almost every night. We made it. We made a basically. So here, okay, for those of you out there that do not have multiple children, animals, and everything else, you could go through this yeah. in a weekend yeah. if you really wanted to. Your eyes would be bloodshot and you'd be dead, but you could do it. So we did like. One a night and maybe sometimes one and a half or two a night. So we basically got through it in like a week and a half, really. And we made a commitment. Those little minions were, their butts were in bed by seven, even though they probably didn't go to sleep till eight. Denise Hemphill had his eyes on them. I think the second season is even shorter. So you could probably get through that. It might be 10 episodes. That's not bad. Like you, I think the whole series is about 20 something episodes. If you like Ryan Murphy, if you like well, John Waters, if you like Offbeat, if you're, if you're not easily offended, I don't, by far, this is not the most offensive thing I've ever seen, believe me. No, no, I'm not at all. But I'm going by with this fly yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, if you like Ryan Murphy's, what he produces, you like this... The ridiculous, the 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 twisted. There's so many plot twists and turns, like you don't know, but at the same time, you're like, are these people this stupid that they don't realize that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and, it, and if you get a kick out of like the meanness of it without really reading into it, because again, like I told you, it's really. I know so many people have taken their own, and not not to bring this down, but people have taken their lives being bullying bullied and bullied and, and even in college I yeah. the kid that was gay and he had a, an experience with another man they filmed it and put it on online and he basically breaks my heart because i wish i was there to i would have you know stopped it kind of a thing you know that's how i am i'm a fighter and so part of it does bring to light the ridiculousness of it but if you're doing it for a purely comedy and and how ridiculous people are making fun of them too while they're making fun of others it's 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 good i i i loved it i don't care i would love him to do something i think there's a way to salvage it you could go back to the university i think that would probably be the best if you're keeping continuity otherwise i would reboot it and make Chanel, I mean, how old is Emma Roberts technically? I mean, she looks great. She doesn't look... She could still play that 20, you know, whatever year old. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily make her somebody's mother. So you could go back to the university. You could... God, she was born in 1991. She's 31 years old. She could definitely play a 20-year-old. Well, if she was in Saved by the Bell, she could be 40 playing a 16-year-old. And by the way, yes... First season, 13 episodes. Second season, 10. So what, 23 altogether. I I think people will get a kick out of it. And I think most people will enjoy the humor or cringe, but laugh so hard at how stupid it is and ridiculous. The people that would watch Scream Queens, I think, would know by the first episode if you're going to like this series or not, honestly. 
If you liked Heathers, you would like it because it's really or Mean Girls and Heathers and all of that stuff. You would like that to some degree. It's a little bit obviously elevated and there's murder and stuff like that. But it's even that's done in a ridiculous way. And the reaction is so ridiculous to the murder. Yes, but that's part of the charm. It is a definite tongue in cheek show, a definite suspend reality show. It's just one of those shows that has their own world where things can happen in it which is okay. It's self-contained and it's over the top in its own self. So I think all in all, David, the series is good. It's 23 episodes long. I don't think if this sounds interesting to you or I even might go back and rewatch it now, David. Who has time between brunch with the Hollowells, this podcast and just living life and different things. Yeah, streams and everything, but I would like to. But it's a labor. I would like to. In one day, it's on Hulu, right? So it's there. Listen, we have to come up with a rating system like... Like, how many glow sticks would you give it? I don't know. What if it's come with something very radical and retro? Oh, like- I get the glow sticks. Well, what would you give this show? I mean, clearly you love it. I if you were to give it an honest rating, though, out of 10? Out of 10? It's hard because I don't think a lot. I, I think it's got a very niche audience. Yeah. So I would probably, I honestly would give it, if if it's for the niche audience, I would give it a solid nine, eight, nine. I, I mean, yeah, for the people that this is for, you will eat the hell out of it. You will eat it up. If you're not that part of that, I'd probably drop it down to like a five, six. Uh, the actors and actresses do do great jobs. It's just, you really have to suspend belief. And if you can't do that, then this is not the show for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Much like the radical retro rewind you have to suspend belief that we know what the hell we're talking about each week on this show i don't know about you but i know how to pronounce words no you got your pronunciations <laughs> your, pon- your pronunciations so david you're gonna put pictures of tracy up on your instagram right i am i'm just gonna rapid fire you know i do this i go off for like a couple of weeks and all of a sudden i i post like 50 things at one time so yeah (laughs) that will be on his instagram which is universal appeal 2020 all one word oh you're gonna become universal appeal 2022 Mm -mm. he's staying 2020 i am sticking to 2020 so that i can give it a big middle finger to the COVID virus and everything else and that's right you survived and you hear i will make 2020 i will make 2020 good i love that that's on instagram by the way and the radical retro rewind podcast also one word on instagram we're also on youtube and as always thank you so much for listening liking sharing the podcast we appreciate you so much radical ones and if you ever want to leave a voicemail on anchor we would love to hear from you and also a review as we did earlier. We will read it on the show. We will put it on the Instagram. We'll put it on a shirt. If you love We're us. Desperate. desperate. We'll play it. We'll play your voicemail even. Oh my God. Definitely. We will play I'll it. I'll play it to air. my children. I'll play it to my children as a bedtime story. I'll do anything. <laughs> you heard it here. Please someone anyone go to the anchor <laughs> fm website for radical retro rewind leave us a voicemail we're desperate to hear you <laughs> <We're> desperate <laughs> to hear. and if you love emma roberts and leah michelle ryan doesn't but i'm okay with them <laughs> no, no. thank you again david thank you for being here and we will be back next time with more radical episodes here on the radical retro rewind podcast goodbye bye-bye mm. It smell like booty in here. Yeah.
We hope you have enjoyed today's presentation. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.